Hello, this is Pastor Corey Ehrman. You're listening to my podcast. I hope it blesses, encourages, and inspires you. I pray that the Holy Spirit will touch you through this teaching. Thank you for tuning in, and God bless. If you would go with me to the book of Proverbs, chapter 3, we're going to read verses 9 and 10, and I'll read from the Amplified Bible. Honor the Lord with your capital and sufficiency from righteous labors and with the first fruits of all your income. So shall your storage places be filled with plenty and your vats shall be overflowing with new wine. So we see in verse 9 something that we do and in verse 10 something that the Lord does. And what we do is we honor the Lord in our giving. We honor the Lord in whatever income we have. Some have much, some have little, but it doesn't matter. As long as you honor the Lord, he promises that he will release an abundance in your life. So honoring the Lord with your sufficiency and of course from righteous labors and with the first fruits of all your income. So a couple of things I want to highlight here. Number one, when we give, we're honoring the Lord. We're not just giving into a project. We're not just giving to church. We're not just putting something in a bucket, but we are truly worshiping and honoring the Lord. And of course, if you honor God, he will honor you. Amen. Hallelujah. If you honor God, he will honor you. And then the second thing I want to highlight here is the first fruits. That is a very important biblical principle, first fruits, the principle of first fruits. The principle of first things amen that means we put God first we prioritize God amen and whatever income comes in we separate the very first 10% which is the tithe the one-tenth of our income and we worship God as we give the tithe the one the one-tenth or the 10% of all of our income and so it's not the the remaining 10%, it's not the middle 10%, but it's the first 10%. So the first fruits, putting God first. And that's something that we practice for many, many, many years. I mean, ever since I got a revelation as a young Christian of tithing, I have just decided that I'm going to be a tither and that's it. I'm a tither and that settles it. And I, it's not something I have to think about. It's not something I have to try to decide every month. Am I going to tithe this month? Am I not going to tithe this month? It's like, you know, the moment I stood before, you know, uh, the pastor that married us and I said, I do to my wife, that was it. I mean, you know, it wasn't like I have to wake up every morning, decide, am I married today or am I not married today? I mean, I'm married, you know. It's the same way that I, you know, whether, you know, you feel like it or not some days, you know, that's fine. You know, and you go through things. Same way, I, you know, you make a decision to serve Jesus. You make Jesus the Lord of your life. You know that you're a born-again child of God. You're saved and you're committed to the Lord. It's not like you have to wake up every morning. Am I saved today? Am I not saved? Is Jesus my Lord? I mean, so it's a decision you make once. And I want to encourage you, if you've never made that decision, make that decision. Become a tither. Become a giver. Because it's, it's honoring the Lord. And when you honor the Lord, He will honor you. And how does He honor you? Look at that. Look at verse 10, because that's what the result is, okay? Because we have a covenant, right? We have a covenant of blessing. 
And when we do our part in the covenant, which is honoring the Lord with our giving, with the first fruits of all of our income, the tithes and the offerings, amen, what does the Lord do? So shall your storage places be filled with plenty, amen, storage places, wherever things are stored in your life, bank accounts, homes, and I would just recommend that you get some bigger storage places, hallelujah, because you won't have room enough to receive what the Lord is going to pour out, right? Bring your, the whole tithe into the storehouse. Amen. The Lord says, you know, prove me now in this. If I will not open for you the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing that you won't have room enough to receive. Hallelujah. That means you're going to have to get bigger storage places. I'm glad two of you are excited about that this morning. <laughs> Hallelujah. I said you're going to have to get bigger storage places. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to God. And then... And then look, it says, and your vats shall be overflowing with new wine. Now, I want you to understand that new wine is one of the symbols or types of the Holy Spirit in the Bible. Jesus talked about new wine. He said, you cannot take new wine and put, pour it into old wineskins. He was talking about the power of God. And he spoke that in context because the context of that, of that uh, statement was the Pharisees came to the disciples of Jesus and they were quite upset because the Pharisees were fasting and praying but the disciples of Jesus were not fasting and praying but they were with Jesus and they were anointed to cast out devils heal the sick amen cleanse the lepers I mean they had the power they had the anointing yet you have these religious people who were fasting and praying and yet they still have no power and they were upset, why aren't you fasting and praying? And they were just stuck in this religious thing and they had no power. And Jesus said, you cannot take new wine and put it into old wineskins. Referring, the power of God is not going to work in the context of your religious structure. You can fast and pray all you want. You can fast until you get so thin that you have to dance around the shower just to get wet. You still will not have any power because religious works does not release power in your life. It's honoring the Lord and yielding to the anointing. That's what's going to release power in your life. Amen. So they had no power. And Jesus is like, hey. You guys are doing all this fasting and praying and you have no power. You wash your hands. You wash everything. You have no power. We eat with unwashed hands and then we go lay hands on, on the lepers and they're cleansed. And we're raising the dead and casting out devils. So you have to understand the power of God comes to a, into a life that truly honors the Lord. And there are certain things that are involved in honoring the Lord. And one of the keys to the anointing is to be a giver. I have never seen a stingy person get anointed, I'll be honest with you, because the same thing that causes you to hold back in giving is the same thing that's going to cause you to hold back in releasing the anointing. So you got to have open hands, open heart, and you got to make yourself to be a vessel where the power of God can come into you and flow through you. And the same way that the blessing of God can come into you and flow through you because God blesses you to be a blessing. And then God wants to release finances for the end times. To build the kingdom and God's going to release some supernatural anointings in these last days to build the kingdom they're going to be people raised up to fund the end time harvest they're going to be people raised up with divine strategies God's going to give them visions and ideas and and wisdom and then they're going to prosper I tell you right now they're going to prosper and God's going to raise them up God's going to anoint them hallelujah I mean just think about David he was the forgotten young boy and how God raised him up out of obscurity they didn't even remember him when the prophet Samuel came to the house to anoint the next king of Israel Jesse lined up all of his good-looking big tall handsome and strong sons 
before the prophet and the prophet stood before each and every one of them the Lord says no I have rejected him no I have rejected him no I have rejected him until he had no more sons and he's like wait hold on something is not right here I was commanded by the Lord to come and anoint the next king of Israel out of your house don't you have another boy oh yeah we do but he's you know come on he's David the little boy he's a teenager he's out there with the sheep that's the one I'm looking for see man did not remember him because man looks on the outside but God looks upon the heart and so giving is a way that we honor the Lord in our hearts it's not about money but it's about it's about worship as we worship God he honors us amen and then how does he honor us there's actually a double portion blessing that comes upon you you can see your storage places will be filled with plenty that's provision that's material provision and then your vats will be overflowing with new wine that is the anointing so God will not only release the natural resources but he will also release the supernatural resources because it takes both to build the kingdom it takes both to bring souls into the kingdom amen what good is a gospel tent if we just get up there and 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 and, and just tell stories that doesn't change anybody's life when we preach the gospel and we come with the power of God people start to get touched I mean you should see those altar calls people come weeping and they start they get they're getting delivered I mean demons start coming out of people people start getting healed I mean it's powerful what God does because we preach the gospel and we believe in the power of the gospel why because the gospel is the power of God unto salvation for everyone who believes hallelujah I want to read the same verse from um, the passion translation anybody aware of the passion translation it's a really great translation it's very passionate <laughs> but I like the passion translation too um, Proverbs 3 9 glorify God with all your wealth honoring him with your very best with every increase that comes to you so whatever comes in honor the Lord with your very best it's the same principle of first fruits that we see with Cain and Abel you know um, Cain was a basically you know tiller of the ground and Abel was a basically you know raising uh, livestock right and then the Bible says in the course of time Cain came and came and just brought the Lord something but there was nothing specific and you can see in the course of time time had passed but the Bible says Abel brought to the Lord the fat portions of the firstborn he brought the Lord the very best portions of the very first born of his flock so he remembered God first and he brought God his best so the first fruits and the best those are the two principles Abel amen practiced and the Lord had respect for him and his offering or the Lord received him or the Lord honored him because the, the kind of offering and the attitude that he had when he was bringing to the Lord honored the Lord but Cain was kind of like well I forgot about God but okay let me bring him something but it wasn't the first fruits and it wasn't the very best he ate before bringing to the Lord and of course for that reason Bible says God rejected Cain and his offering so it's not that you know God likes meat not vegetables you know it's just about the attitude it's about the the principle of first fruits and the principle of honoring the Lord and look at verse 10 I like this this is awesome man something's gonna happen here right now get ready get ready get ready turn to your neighbor say get ready, get ready. I'm telling you 
Hmm. Lord, help me. Help me get this out here. Hallelujah. You ready for this? Verse 10. I love this. This is powerful. Then every dimension of your life. Every dimension of your life will overflow with blessings. And that's not all. From an uncontainable source of inner joy. Because that's what the new wine represents. It represents celebration and joy. Hallelujah. The blessing of the Lord maketh rich and he adds no sorrow with it. Why? Because God doesn't have any sorrow to add. What does he have to add? He has joy to add. He's going to add joy to your life. Hallelujah. You're going to be able to enjoy the blessing. You're not going to suffer through the blessing. You're going to enjoy the blessing. See, the world, the world is always talking about suffering. The devil wants everybody to have a suffering mentality. That's what this whole thing is about. Well, man, it's the end of the world end of the age coming it's like is it like the end of the world what's going on here my god get ready for the suffering listen listen god never said that his children are going to suffer in the end times he said there will be tribulations but he says hey but rejoice amen don't lose heart because i've overcome the world hallelujah your joy is going to be full your joy is going to be full amen hallelujah listen guys I'm telling you right now, we're having, we're going to have a glorious end to this thing. God is raising up a glorious church. Bible says Jesus is coming back for a glorious church without spot or blemish. Get ready. Get ready for the glory of God to be made manifest in your life. Get ready. Get ready, glorious church. The end time church is going to be a glorious church. Hallelujah. Let the devil's people suffer. At destruction and famine, thou shalt laugh. Come on, somebody, laugh. Ha, 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 ha. I'm not hearing you. Come on. Ha, 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 ha. Open your mouth. Say it. Ha, 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 ha. Just say, devil. Ha, 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 ha. That's our attitude. We're not in fear. I'm not, I'm not waiting to see how I'm going to suffer through this thing. I'm, I'm looking to see how I'm going to break through. I'm looking to see how I'm going to prosper through this thing. I'm looking to see how I'm going to, hallelujah, be empowered through this thing. We are an empowered church. Hallelujah. We need to have a paradigm shift. My Lord. The church is so worldly. And the world is so churchy. Sometimes you can't tell the difference. There needs to be a clear and distinct difference between the end time church and the world. This is now a time of separation and sifting. Hallelujah. God is using this whole thing to test the church, to prepare the church. There is a pruning. There is a sifting. But I tell you, out of this is going to come forth a glorious church without spot or blemish. Out of this is going to come forth a glorious church that is empowered by the Holy Ghost. Anointed, appointed. We're going to rise up. We're going to be the head, not the tail. We're going to be above only and not beneath. Hallelujah. Glory to God. God is moving on behalf of his church. God loves his church. Jesus loves his church. Come on. My God, we need to get back to the gospel. 
all this political correctness and nonsense that has come into the church. Why we got leaders in the church trying to appease the world. We're not here to appease the world. We're here to overcome the world. By faith, Bible says you will overcome the world. We are overcomers. You are more than conquerors in Christ Jesus in all of these things. Why? Because he loves you and nothing shall separate you from the love of God. No coronavirus, amen, no pandemic, hallelujah, no uprisings, no turmoil will separate you from the love of God. God loves his people and God always makes a way for his people. Get ready for an overflow. Get ready for an overflow. Then every dimension of your life will overflow with blessings from an uncontainable source of inner joy. Come on, lift your hands and say, Lord, pour it on me. Pour it on me. Hallelujah. Every dimension of my life, may it overflow with blessings. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I don't see a footnote here. That says sorry by the way guys there's going to be a pandemic and this verse will no longer be valid absolutely not no matter what the circumstances and situations are in the world god's word prevails glory to god we're going to believe his word thank you jesus i'm getting stirred up here this morning we serve a mighty god his name is Jehovah Jireh. He's Al Shaddai, not Al Chipo. Hallelujah. Glory to God. He's rolling up his sleeves and he's about to manifest his glory in and through his children, through his church. He's going to display this glorious church for the whole world to see. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. We're not going out losers. We're going out winners. Amen. Hallelujah. God has never lost ever. He's never lost a battle. God has never lost a battle. Hallelujah. Well, unfortunately, if you look at the church, it's like they got, a, they got a little bitty God and a great big devil. It's the other way around. Hallelujah. We serve a great big God and there's a little bitty devil. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So it's time to rise up. It's time to be what God's called us to be. Amen. And this is the perfect time. And I tell you, those that will not draw back in these days, God will raise them up. Hallelujah. Those that trust the Lord in these times shall not be ashamed. Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall not be ashamed. Let me tell you right now. Hallelujah. The, Lord, the world wants us to be ashamed of the gospel. The world wants us to back down. Hallelujah. The world wants to criticize and mock. But I tell you what. If you will not be ashamed of the gospel. If you will not be ashamed of, hallelujah, the power of God. If you will not be ashamed of his promises. Glory to God. God will bless you. God will increase you. God will cause you to be multiplied in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. And you will never be ashamed. If you trust in the Lord, you will not be ashamed. I guarantee it. 100%. Somebody said, well, how do you know? I know the word. I know the word. Amen. Thank you, Father. Let's lift our hands to the Lord. Lord, we just honor you today. 
as we bring our tithes, our offerings. This is our act of worship, and we worship you, and we thank you that all that we have received has come from you, and we, we give back to you to honor you, to worship you, and not only that, we empower the work of God by sowing into the work of God, and we thank you. As we build your house, you build our house. As we honor you, you honor us. As we lift you up, you lift us up, and we thank you that you bless the gift and the giver today and multiply their seed sown in Jesus' mighty name. Amen, amen, and amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. I'm going to ask the ushers to come and serve you with offering envelopes. If you need an offering envelope for your giving this morning, they will serve you. You can use the offering envelopes for your credit card, debit card giving. If you're making a check, make it out to the River or River WPB. You can give by way of cash. Hallelujah. If you're giving into for the outreach, please uh, write outreach on your envelope or on your check. If you can also give electronically. We have the Tithely app that you can download for your Apple or Android device and give through the Tithely app. And uh, it takes about a minute to download it for your device and set up a profile. The Tithely app. Can we please show that too? And then we also have um, ways for you to give uh, through text. If you're giving through text, uh, just text the word GIVE to 561-708-4990. That's our number. And then that's only the first time you do that. And that takes you straight to the Tithely. Then you can set up a way of giving there. And then you can just simply text an amount. If you're giving through the app, please find outreach in the drop-down menu. If you're giving for outreach through the text, you just put the number and outreach, I believe. That's space outreach. If you're watching on the broadcast, we have links for you on YouTube and Facebook Live. Please go and click on those for online giving, or you can go to our website, riverwpb.com. You can do PayPal giving. You can also send a check here to the ministry. Hallelujah. I was talking about Cain and Abel one time while you guys get ready and um, after the service one young man came up to me and said but pastor Abel died he honored the Lord but he died he was murdered I said well you're right but he was also the very first man to ever step through the pearly gates hallelujah he was the very first he was the very first Adamite to step into heaven no other man had ever come and stood before the throne of God and crowned with glory and honor hallelujah not too shabby see for a righteous man or righteous woman death is not a loss it's a gain Hallelujah. I mean, we're not, come on, we're not running an earthly race. Hallelujah. For some, for some uh, medal, for some earthly crown that will rust. We're running an eternal heavenly race for a crown of glory, an eternal crown of glory. This is, this is not our home. Amen. Hallelujah. I don't know about you. I'm, I'm, I'm getting, I'm ready to get out of here. Hallelujah. 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 I, 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 wouldn't, I wouldn't have any problem leaving right now. But I have to stay because i got to bring more souls into the kingdom. That's the only, like Paul, you know, 
The only reason I'm staying is for your benefit. Otherwise, I'm ready to go to be absent from the bodies, to be present from the Lord. I'm ready to step over into glory. <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Amen. Thank you for tuning into my podcast. I hope that you have been blessed. I would like for you to consider two things. Number one, subscribe to our show to receive notifications of our new podcasts. Number two, support our ministry of reaching the nations with revival by clicking on the link in the description or visiting our website, riverwpb.com. Thank you for tuning in. Look forward to you joining our next podcast. God bless you.